What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here. It is Waste Management Phoenix Open Week. I'm here to give you the course breakdown, everything you need to know. I'm going to leave out all the crap you don't need to know for TPC Scottsdale, a course we're all quite familiar with. I'm going to share my screen on Bet the Number, the best golf data and analytics site going at the moment. I'm going to share my screen. We're going to look back at last year's event. We're going to look at the golf course trends over the last five years at TPC Scottsdale. And we're going to get an early peak. The field is set. It's loaded in Bet the Number. The Bet the Number team has already put up a preliminary model that they're actively tinkering right now with. We're going to look at, you know, what's it saying early before we make any decisions here on the weekend. Um, so let's let's get started with a little bit of a basics on TPC Scottsdale. In Scottsdale, Arizona, it's a Weisskopf design. Jay Morish. Morish? Morish? I don't know. Tough scene. Design with a Weisskopf redesigned in 2014. Plays as a par 71. Usually plays around 7,200 yards, 72 and some change. Um, you know, there's it's it's a what you're going to see is it's a pretty average course on the PGA Tour. Not an average tournament. It's one of the more fun tournaments to watch uh, every single year. This will be the first year me and Pat have actually going to get to go. We've been doing this nine years. We've never been in the waste management. Waste management feels like our kind of vibe, our kind of event. It's golf, but it's fun. It's loose. It's not stuffy. I'm excited to go. Um, but yeah, it's the first time we'll be there in nine years. So, but other than that, like in terms of statistically how it shapes out, it is very average. Scoring is average. Statistically, things just check out very tour average. We're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, the fairways and the rough are Bermuda with this ryegrass and fescue stuff coming into them. The greens are Bermuda, but they are overseeded like no other. Um, they're around 7,000 square feet on average. A couple of things overall before we share the screen dive in. You know, it does play at a little bit of elevation, around 14, 1,500 feet at elevation. So the ball tends to travel a little further than you think. And guys have mentioned in the past that, you know, desert uh, guys who are frequently playing in the desert and kind of live or play around that area. There's some Silverleaf members that have talked about just having a better idea of how the ball how the ball is going to travel. Um, usually they, they get this place like set up for birdies the first couple days and maybe on the weekend. It can play a little tougher if there's no rain and the course is getting dried out. They, a lot of players talk about these greens being quite firm and the, the ball's bouncing. The fairways, they get pretty firm too, even with some of the overseed, but the, the greens get pretty firm and they can get bouncy. So you got to kind of judge that as the, as the weekend progresses. Um, and honestly, because the greens are so pure, and there are some undulations, but they're pretty subtle. But because they're so pure, they're not hard to put on at all. And they kind of do what, they, what you think they're going to do. There's not a ton of grain in them because of the overseed. It is harder, in my opinion, it's harder to separate yourself uh, putting on these greens. I think anybody can do it. We've seen bad putters win here. Hideki's won here twice. Um, bad putters can get it done. And Kyle Stanley won here back in the day. My God, that guy was terrible at putting. So it's just a tough thing to do. I, I think it's easier to separate yourself by just being an elite player off the tee and on approach. So uh, I do want to read a couple quick quotes to you, some past quotes that I thought were, uh, were interesting. Brooks Kepka said this back in the day. I love this golf course. It suits me down to the ground. Now think about that. Brooks Kepka, who's won here twice, doesn't say that about very many golf courses. Like he's just not, he doesn't say more than he normally has to say. Uh, he says, I think you see a lot of guys that hit it long and fade it play well here. Martin Laird has always had a good track record, he says, which is funny because Martin Laird, I do not see as a long hitter, but I guess he's not super short either. Uh, he says, yeah, I mean, it's a bomber's paradise. If you can put the ball in play, you can make some good scores. Um, one, other, one other quote I want to read here from 
Is it Cantlay? Oh, dear. Um, maybe it's Hovland. Hovland. Yeah, Hovland. It's desert golf. Not really a lot of wind. You think it would be easy, but with how the greens get so firm and fast, it's hard to get super close to these pins. Even if you hit a good shot, it rolls out 40 feet, and it's just hard to two-putt at times. I think ball striking is the most important. If you can drive it well out here, you can set up some really good birdie looks. If not, you're grinding all day. That was from Victor Hovland. I, I do think the data somewhat disagrees with Brooks saying that it's a bomber's paradise. We'll get to that in just a second. I'll show you that. Obviously, length is always an advantage. But I think here at TPC Scottsdale, the first thing is just to hit it straight. Avoid the desert. The rough is not super penal out here. The desert is. So if you're too wide, you're in trouble. Um, so let's, let's, let's open it up. Let's share my screen here. Let me open this up. So the first thing I want to do is let's look at uh, let's look at the golf course and the course model here on bet the number. Now I've got the last five years selected here. I could go further, or you could. It, I think it defaults to the last three years. I usually go the last five, um, and you've got your basic stats on the course here as the folks behind the scenes at bet the number who are well informed. You've got one of the most informed people in the game behind the scenes talking, uh, you know, note, noting what these things are on these golf courses, as well as helping to provide input on the model. Uh, he's at every PGA Tour event, mostly all season, and breaking them all down from a stats and, and analytics perspective. It is one of the biggest edges that Bet the Number presents. So you've got all these kind of basic stats here. And this is one thing I was, I was going to show you. Like, look at how average this is. The fairways in regulation within three percentage points. Greens in regulation within two. Scrambling, almost dead on. Three putt between greater than 25 feet, dead on average. Birdies, bogeys, par three, par four, and par five scoring, almost exactly the numbers as far as tour average goes. So it is a very average in terms of how it plays kind of golf course. If we look at the last five years winners, I like to look at this. You can see you can see where you can where, where the, the winners have made up strokes, where the winners have not made up strokes. Around the green, because of the 67%-ish, 67% GIR rate, if you're scrambling, unless the weather is bad, you're probably not going to win. That might look a little different. Yep, as we expand to top five, you see some guys with a little bit of mint green in here, right? Um, but you see, you know, guys who get hot with the putter, but it could be anybody. I mean, it, it could literally be anybody. Look at Scotty Scheffler. He's won here twice, right? but gains a ton of strokes with the approach play here. He had a great putting week, lost strokes with the approach play. It's just crazy. There's a lot of different ways to get it done. Um, you do see, you know, some red here in the strokes gain off the tee category. I think it's essential for the most part, if you're going to win or contend to gain some strokes off the tee, but it just doesn't have to be a ton. And I think some of that comes down to this. It's based on the, the math and the data that they're running at bet the number. It is, you know, there's an advantage, certainly, to length. As I said, there always is. But it's not a huge number in terms of Bomber's Paradise. It's right in the middle, almost. So I, I think the key is hit it straight. Find the fairway. Um, if if you can find guys who are long and straight, that's obviously ideal. One reason why probably Scotty Scheffler, Brooks Kepka, both great total drivers of the golf ball, have one here. Hideki. Hideki's not super long. He's not short, but he's not super long. But he's stupid straight, right? Webb Simpson, what did he do? He dead straight. Kyle Stanley, dead straight. Um, the approach bucket distribution, one of the things I like about this course is it does tend to get guys hitting every iron in the back. You're, you're not going to see, you know, you're just not going to see only wedges and only long irons like you might see at Pebble. 
There's a lot of stuff in the middle of the bag here um, from the fairway, from the rough, from other, you know, this is something you can definitely do to separate. Uh, like if I just want to look at the fairway shots exclusively, there, there's around, you know, there's, there's around 12 shots, 11 shots every tournament or, you know, every round that you're going to hit from the fairway in, in these appropriate yardage buckets. So you can fix your model based on that information from the rough. You're going to have, you know, two and a half, 3.7. You're going to have around four, four and a half shots around from the rough. Probably if I put that out even further and I just go to other and you find yourself in the, in the native area or the desert, you're probably going to have a shot to a shot and a half, you know, a, a tournament around where you're going to find yourself hitting out of that stuff. So these are all cool things to look at, and it helps you kind of narrow down your approach shot buckets as well as rough penalty over here, as you see. Um, rough, not that penal. That's why you see a lot of green, a lot of nothing, I guess, as you get longer. A little more penal there. Around the green, I, I looked at this ahead of time, too. This is showing you difficulty around the green on every surface from every range. And again, it is dead on tournament, like tour average, like dead on average. It's not hard to chip up, up and down here. Um, I would say the short grass chipping tends to be a little more important. You see it played out here, but it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, you're going to have some from the rough, some from the fairway, some from the bunker, right? But the most of it's coming from the short grass. Uh, again, not a, not a tough putting course. It flows right in line with the tour average. There's really not a lot of uh, outliers there. So that is the, that's the golf course as a whole. Now, I also want to look at last year's leaderboard, take a look at some things. We can see some incoming forms, some incoming course history, and then open up the model and take a look at the first, you know, let's see what the model's saying on Bet the Number. Uh, if you've not already signed up for Bet the Number, go ahead and do so. You're missing out. You can scan the QR code here if you're watching on YouTube or the link is in the description. If you're listening on the podcast feed, the link is in the description there. And you can use promo code TJ to get $5 off your monthly fee, which puts you down to around $24.99 a month or $50 off the annual fee, which puts you at around $249.99 for the year. If you are a TJ Discord paying member, you get the deepest discount available anywhere on the internet. It's the deeper discount than the folks that own Bet the Numbers own family, okay? It is the deepest discount. But what you have to do to that is already, you have to be a paying member of the Discord and DM myself or Pat on Discord and ask for a unique code. We'll give you a one-time use unique code to knock off a great deal on the annual fee. So check that out. Do that if you haven't already. A bunch of you have. Bet the number is soaring in subscriptions. That's been awesome. A lot of people um, canceling old subscriptions to other sites that aren't, aren't doing what they used to do and bringing it over to bet the number. That's what we would recommend. That's what we're doing. All of our stuff, all of our analysis is coming directly from Bet the Number, who just launched January 1st. I mean, the site just opened up in January. Uh, it's been it's been out a month. They've already made some great improvements to it. I know of a couple great improvements that are supposed to be delivered around the weekend of the waste management I'm excited about. Um, so yeah, sign up for it if you haven't already. Everything you see on this video is coming from our friends at Bet the Number. All right. Let's look at last year's, I think it's last year's leaderboard. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is something fun you can do. You can click the drop down here, change the year, and then you just make sure the tournament's selected and you can see the leaderboard. Okay. Now, now you do this under the tournament tab, you will see all of these averages for that year. So you'll, you'll know if it's an outlier kind of year, you'll also see the leaderboard as it, as it relates to these basic statistics, right? These are all basic static stats on the tournament page. You'll also see their lead-in form, their previous five tournaments going into that week, 
and their lead-in course history, previous five years going into that tournament. Now, if you do the same thing on the custom model page, if you go to the custom model page and change the year in the tournament, the same thing will happen. And then you can see, you can change the model to say like, oh, I wonder how my, my waste management model that I built this year would have looked had I run it for last year and compare it to the, to the leaderboard, run a little test. It's fantastic stuff. All right, so Scotty Scheffler defended as champion last year, won at 19 under. A ton of, of past champions, man, winning at, at that 1916 uh, was Scheffler the year before. Kepka won at 19 under. Simpson Fowler won at 17. Gary Woodland won at Hideki. Um, so, yeah, it's that's 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 probably what the winning score is going to be unless we get some weather. So Nick Taylor was close behind. John Rahm was right up there. Justin Thomas, Jason Day, Jordan Spieth. A lot of big names here. But, look, you know, look look at the uh, incoming form and course history, at least for the top ten here, right? Like, there's a lot of green up here. whole lot of green. Nick Taylor kind of defied the odds here in terms of course history. There's a lot of good records here. Jason Day defied, defied the odds there a little bit. Um, Sam Burns, similar. But there's a lot of good green here. A lot of mint green, a lot of dark green right in these areas in terms of form and course history. I will say the, the more we scroll down, though, the less that kind of seems to be the case. Um, it can kind of be a mixed bag. I mean, as we go outside of the top 10 and we look here, maybe the top, you know, the 10 through top 25, you see plenty of red. Um, not a lot of great course history. A little bit of incoming form from a handful of guys. But, you know, it, it's I guess, you know, maybe it's course specific. It's what it's what this course asks you to do. Play throughout the bag as opposed to maybe playing really good at, you know, Pebble or the Sony. Um, so anyway, you can scroll down the leaderboard and take a look at that. Like if we go down here to the bottom, like all these missed cuts, I mean, you just see a ton of poor form, ton of poor course history, more poor form, more poor course history with the exception of a few. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not great. It's, it's not pretty. Uh, but anyway, that's last year. You can do that for a lot of different years. I recommend doing that. Um, all right. Let's just see if there's anything else in my notes that we need to talk about before we get to this year's model. Um, let's see. Uh, let me do this. Okay. Um, strokes gain off the, I mean, guys are going to keep hitting driver here. Like I said, the rough's not that penal. So, um, Let's see, around the green, nothing really to say here. I mean, chipping on 17 is important, especially 17. That's one thing that our caddy friends have told us in years past. 13, 15, and 17, uh, what we heard from one person in particular was contenders tend to, to play those holes eight under par for the week. So you got to take advantage of those holes. 17, you got to be smart, and you got to hit a good tee shot. You can't duck hook one in the water there on 17. Um, you got to play it smart. You're probably going to play to the to the right side of that, which is going to be a, a tight grass Bermuda chip up to the green to hopefully get up and down. Uh, so that is important. That is something to know. Those, those three holes, you got to eat on those holes. Uh, we've also heard in the past from caddies, experience seems to matter, but there are exceptions. Stanley and Kepka both won on their first time at uh, waste management. But you know, the other thing is like, do guys embrace the atmosphere here or not? You know. Um, do they embrace the, you know, the, 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 the ruckus and that's a thing. So, and, and I think for the most part, with it not being a signature event, if you don't, and it's not a signature event, you just won't come. So last year we had it as a signature event. There are probably a lot of guys here that maybe normally wouldn't want to come here or be here or would want to deal with it. Um, whereas this year, I don't think we're going to really have that, that issue. So, uh, okay, let me share my screen and let's look at the model and see what 
is cooking. All right, so the model rank right now, by the way, odds are already feeding into here as DraftKings uh, imports automatically uh, on Bet the Numbers. So you can automatically see the DraftKings odds coming in already, and I'm recording this on Saturday of Pebble Beach. So I've got it sorted by model ranking right now. Scotty Scheffler is number one, as he probably should be. He's going to check a ton of boxes, and he's playing well right now at Pebble Beach. So got to love that. Xander, hard to beat Xander right now. The dude's just absolutely on fire. Uh, I'm not sure what Kevin Yu's doing right now, but oh, oh, actually, this is cool. So this is the live scoring from Pebble Beach. So this is where they stand as of now, as I'm recording this. So you can actually kind of that, that's pretty cool that they're bringing that in automatically. Um, let's see if there's any interesting names here. I mean, Burns historically just boomer bust at at waste management, which is kind of Sam Burns to begin with. Uh, Keith Mitchell, similar. He's starting to kind of show something right now. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he missed the cut at the Farmers, which is a little surprising, but the irons have to have to tick up for Keith. we got to figure those irons out, buddy. Adam Svensson checks a box every single week on Bet the Number. I mean, it's unreal. Uh, doesn't have a lot of experience at waste management, but the dude knows how to hit his irons, I tell you that much. Um, not doing well, though, to start Pebble Beach. Max Homa, of course, is going to check some boxes. He's seventh in the model. And Max loves this place. I think he, he eats this place up. Not playing great at Pebble right now. I don't love to see that. Sahith is obviously going to, you know, he's going to love this place. Sungjae loves this place. You know, Sungjae is a good example. I mean, look at how well he's played this place. He's not overly long, but he is straight. You know, he's going to gain strokes off the tee being straight. I'll tell you what, man, EVR, EVR may have turned a corner. He's starting to play really well. T29 at Pebble right now doing his thing. Uh, let's see. You know, here we got Akshay, who's, who's not playing Pebble, who's not played the waste management. But from a, a statistical category outside of the short game, Akshay checks a lot of boxes. And I, I would think that Akshay probably would embrace the atmosphere here at, uh, at at the Waste Management. So it'll be interesting to see Akshay play it. Oh, my Justin Hadley? Really? I don't know about that. Ben Griffin, I could totally see love and Waste Management. We'll be there. We'll be doing the media thing on Tuesday and Wednesday. Also doing some stuff for Golf Bet through the PGA Tour on Thursday. Excited about that. So if you're out there, holler at us, shout at us. We'd love to meet you. We're playing some golf with some listeners on Friday at Dobson Ranch there in Arizona. And I think we have two more spots left. So if you, if you want to play some golf, me and Pat are playing. And a, a small group of Tour Junkies listeners that are going to be out there are going to get up and play. Maybe have some lunch at the course after before we fly out on Friday. So uh, check us out. Corey Connor, Johnny Vegas is back, huh? He's back with three missed cuts coming off his injury situation. Uh, three missed cuts to start 2024, but he likes this place a lot. Alex Norin, I kind of like Norin. I think Norin's sneaky if it's a grinded out situation, but uh, you're going to have a mixed, mixed bag there with his results as well. Michael Kim's been playing really well. I wonder how he likes waste management now that he's like out of his shell in, in Twitter world. Great interview with Michael Kim, by the way, on the Pat Mayo show. If you have not listened to that, you need to. Cooch, Cooch loves his place. Not playing great. I don't know if I love Cooch. My favorite young, Carson Young, not Cameron Young, because that guy sucks. You know, could Carson Young do something? This is weird, huh? To see Carson Young up here. Wow. Okay. Adam Hadwin, like that guy's, uh, wow. I didn't know Adam Hadwin's historically been that good at the waste management. Interesting. Eric Cole, of course, like can't find himself outside of the top 25 in any model is to be expected. Uh, I'm sure he'll play because why wouldn't he play? Dude has literally played every event of 2024 already. He's like, you're in all the signature events, dude. Calm down. Take a break. Have a Sprite and a sit. A Sprite and a sit. I don't know. Maybe see your wife. Do something. My guy cannot stop going to golf tournaments. 
Oh, here's the other young, uh, Cameron Young. I mean, I could see him doing a little better here, but God, the guy's just not very good. Detry's coming out hot. Can he take it down on Pebble at the weekend? Carl Yawan, we get to see him. Oh, there's Ricky. Uh, started out so promising at Pebble. Now he's T48. We'll see what happens to him. Uh, all right, I don't want to say all the names here, but let's see. Min Wu, never played here before. God, Min Wu is going to eat up Scottsdale. They are going to freaking love him. Oh, my God. He, he's going to wear a chef's hat to hit a tee shot on 16, of course, right? He's got to. Let him cook. I hope. Hopefully we get to stick a camera and a microphone in Min Wu's face at some point next week. I'd love to do that. Um, Postman, JT Postman's delivering again. What a What a 2024 he's having right now. God. He is having a heck of a 2024. He just can't get it. He can't hit it straight off the tee. Um, but the irons and the putter short game are just so dialed. Anybody else? Let's see. Hideki, Billy Ho's always had. Look at JT's record at waste management. I mean, if JT doesn't win Pebble, yeah, he is going to be the chalk. I mean, he's 11 to 1. He's going to be pound town, double digit outright to go ahead and hop out of this little mini slump that he's been in and take down Waste Management Phoenix Open for sure. Oh, my boy, Siwoo. I can't wait to see Siwoo next week. Uh, progressively gotten a little better at the Waste Management over the last five years. T23, his, last best, his best finish there in the last five years was last year. T14 at Pebble currently, 25th at the Amex. Um, you know, he's accurate off the tee. Irons are usually pretty good. The putter is the problem for old Siwoo. Let's see. Any other... Let's see what Mark's doing since he's running away with it at the moment. Leading Pebble Beach. He finished 10th here last year. It was his best finish at the Waste Management. I could see this, this being a great spot for Wyndham Clark. Um, historically, he hasn't gained any strokes off the tee. That sucks. All right, let me go all the way down to the bottom, see if there's any surprises. Oh, wow, we get to see Kevin Stadler again. And thank you. Blah. Why do we do – like, I know he's a past champion, but give me a break. This isn't the Masters. Like, I don't have to see freaking Kevin Stadler playing again. J.B. Holmes is back. Yikes. Um, any interest way down here? Nasty Nate Lashley with a T3 at the Farmers a couple weeks ago. He had a T3 Waste Management 2020. Emiliano Grillo's playing well. He's hot right now. Hasn't done great at Waste Management. But, I mean, I, you know, we don't typically hear anybody say caddies or players that, like, there's any sort of nuanced knowledge around the waste management that it's just like, you just need a few laps around the place. You need to get used to the atmosphere. The first year you're kind of like, Oh my God, this is nuts. Um, which Emiliano Grillo has a ton of experience here. He just doesn't have any really any high finishes, but if he's coming in in good form, that could be an interesting spot for him. Uh, the bomber, Jake Knapp, corn Ferry tour grad, PJ tour rookie coming off that T three at farmers. That's interesting. Scott Stallings loves this place. Coming off a T25 at Torrey. Uh, Brian Harmon plays here every year. Doesn't do much other than just make the cut. He's playing. Uh, who else? My boy Bo Hostler. Not really checking a ton of boxes except on the approach side, which can you believe it? I told you. I'm telling you, his irons are different right now. His irons are different. He's figured something out with the irons. I'm telling you. Be on the lookout. Daniel Berger's coming back. All right. T9 at Waste Management in 2020. Good to see D. Bur oh, God, Pat's Bud Cawley's back. Bud Cawley. If you don't know, you about to find out, man. Back in the day, in early TJ years of 2015, 16, 17, 18, Bud Cawley just checked Pat's box. He was all up in Pat's box every week. Every week, Pat was inviting him into his box to, to take residence in his box. 
loves him some Bud Colley. I don't know what he's going to do if he sees Bud Colley next week when we're there. I mean, it could be, it could be stage five clinger situation, it could be a restraining order possibly. It could just get super weird. Anyway, uh, thanks to our friends at Bet the Number for sponsoring the podcast and this preview. Don't forget, click the link in the description if you haven't already signed up. Look, give it a try. I guarantee you're not going to regret it. Um, the, the site is improving rapidly. They are going to be a major player in this game. The owners are independent owners. They're not some big conglomerate. They're focused on golf. They're only doing golf. The developers that built it and are continuing to build it are part owners as well. So they're only incentivized to make it better, to get your feedback, to change, you know, fix issues quickly, to maintenance the site, to improve the site. It They bet the number is coming, people. Okay? Trust that. So check it out. All right. That's all I got. May your screens be green. Have a great week for waste management. Shows are coming at you on a light, slightly different schedule this week as we're traveling, but they'll be there. They'll be delivered. My boy Kenny McCantress is going to meet us on the betting show. We're going to talk some Super Bowl props. Have a great week. You get... You get Waste Management Phoenix Open. You get Live in Las Vegas the same week of the Super Bowl. You get the Super Bowl all in the same week. It's a great week to be a sports fan. Great week to, you know, bend over your bookie too. See ya!